Hello and welcome back to Just Roll With It and our third and final episode of our Good Society arc with our friend Del Lemon. This episode and this arc featured Del as the Dowager Penelope Huxley, Peter as Ambassador Kion Liu, and me, Corey, playing Mix Lindsay Fallon Harrow, facilitated, of course, by Kelsey. The sandwiches have been devoured, rumors have been spread, and so it's time for our fine, upstanding members of Regency Society to definitely not stab each other in the back at the ball. So settle in and enjoy a spot of chaos with us. Welcome back to Just Roll With It's Game of Good Society. We are about to head into our last little bit here. Um, so let's have a ball, everyone. Uh-huh. Can I force someone to monologue right now? <laughs> if you want to spend your monologue token, go for it. I want Mix Lindsay, as they are arriving at the ball, I would like a monologue about what they are feeling and hoping for for this evening. Oh, well, okay. Hmm. So I think, uh, yeah, we get a, a shot of Lindsay getting dressed, a uh, servant helping them put on uh, their, their jacket and them tying their cravat and sort of like a, a flinty look at themselves in the mirror. Um, and then like, we see them like actually traveling to uh the ball um and they're like there's the thought of having a good good time dancing with every eligible man lady and lady available um the usual party uh excitement um but also there's that undercurrent of i will reveal uh this minx for the duplicitous murderess that she is and I will have my revenge in front of all and sundry. Does that satisfy? I know you can't see me, but I'm sitting here like rubbing my cheeks because I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be so good. That's that's everything I wanted and more. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So um, as you're all arriving, uh, what do you think you're doing? Who are you going to see um i think i probably show up first um just because you know i, I think that kion lu would see punctuality as something important um you know first for it's important to arrive on time and shit can i use a resolve token to um the person who shows up and ends up entering conversation with you first is uh, Lindsay. Is that a thing I can do? <laughs> you absolutely can. Uh, yeah, if they're willing to accept um, it. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take your resolve token. So uh, Lindsay is less than usually fashionably late. Uh, probably only a few minutes rather than the good 15 that they prefer uh but uh yeah they they arrive first uh after uh, Kian Lu and uh of course they make their way over to you they have to <laughs> and uh bow over your hand um yeah i probably 
bow back, uh, but like, you know, mm, how deep would they bow? Um, because it's not like about like peerage or anything like that. It's it's about uh, how much how much do they respect you? <laughs> um, so it's probably like. 15 30 ish degrees like just like a little bit more than a head tilt well i'm not exactly peerage but i am important so i don't know or are you saying you respect me that little uh i mean it, it means that you know they're aware that you're somebody in society but they don't really care too much you know <laughs> They see you as they they don't they don't really respect you that much. Ah, uh, I see. Of course you wouldn't. <laughs> That's a cute bow. Get it? It's a cute. <laughs> it's a cute bow because it's less than ninety degrees. Uh... <laughs> Adele has just murdered me. Um, Sorry, sorry. That was wonderful. <laughs> so anyway, so I I, I I bow about 15, 20 ish degrees. Um enough to be noticeable, but not mm -hmm. enough that like it's it's like I I, I acknowledge you as my pair. I acknowledge right. you as like somebody who is within society. Um after all, we do live in a society. So much sometimes. Um, Sorry, go on. <laughs> the Joker agrees with you, I guess. <laughs> and I'm just like, thanks, Lindsay. Ambassador uh, Kian, uh how wonderful to see you here. I did not know you attended these balls. I don't normally. A associate suggested that I make myself present. All of the village is brighter for having you here. May I inquire as to your dance card? Perhaps you have a little room for later. I am not a fan of dancing, no. No? Shame. I'm sure you'd be marvelous at it if you gave it a try. Well, maybe if somebody worthy of it were to show up, I would be willing to give it a try. Haha. -ha. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think your, your laugh startles Lindsay for a moment. Uh, <laughs> uh, but then they, they don't appear insulted. They, uh, they laugh too. Sorry. Mm hmm can I spend a resolve token to have uh, Penelope show up as I go, haha? <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, question, whose who's shoulder do, do, I, do I come up behind Kion Lu so I, I see, like, Lindsay's face first? Or do I see, do I come up behind Lindsay and see Kion Lu's face? Um, because I feel like I kind of want to see Lindsay's face and hear the joke. I feel like Coming up behind Kian Lu is, is definitely <laughs> And hear the ha-ha. Okay. Like, right as you just see the... You just, you just hear the ha-ha. You know it's your fault. 
And you get to witness the exact result. Yeah, I think um, Penelope's instinct would be to laugh. But also this, like, seeing these two people together, I'm also like, oh, what are they talking about? Um, <laughs> I think... I think I'm I'm just gonna like burst out laughing. And so yeah, that's Keanu, that's that's your introduction to me as you go haha and you hear me like roaring with laughter behind you. Uh, yeah, and that is what shifts Lindsay's attention to you. Oh, I'm sorry, yes, hello, hello. And I like kind of like bow of curtsy like a little bit of like sorry. It was just a joke the two of us came up with the other day, and I didn't expect to hear it here. Oh, Miss Fallon Harrow, your face, that was delightful. What a, what a lovely start to the evening. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. Mrs. Huxley, I wasn't aware Ambassador Kion had a sense of humor. This is delightful to learn. Oh, Kion's quite funny. Oh, I thought, you, mm. I thought the two of you used to be friends. Oh, I thought that's something you would have known. She did have one when we were children, but uh, I thought she'd misplaced it recently. Maybe you just don't have a discerning enough ear to hear. Kianlu is quite funny. Uh, well, what would they say to that? Damn, being witty is, is real hard on the spot. <laughs> um, it is. No, my ear discerns other things generally. Uh, as lovely as uh, Kian Lu is, I know that uh, my ear is much better at uh, picking out music and the like. But uh, I will leave you to to your discussion. I'm sure you will be hanging on the wall all evening. Uh, all the better for society to admire you and not have to interact. Yes, enjoy your discerning of music. I will be enjoying the sharpest wit that the society has to offer. Hmm. I think I wait just long enough for, like, it would be uncomfortable for uh, Lindsay to turn around and comment before I just look over at Penelope and just go, is music what they call the various dance partners they have? <laughs> yeah, Lindsay pretends not to hear and uh, walks away. <laughs> I think, like, I, like, have a, like, I, like, snort into my hand, which is obviously gloved in the finest of satin. Um, but then, yeah, I just, like, snort into my hand, and I'm like... <laughs> in some circles, yes. <laughs> I think you're catching on to society quite well, Kianlu. Interesting. Yes. <clears throat> I suppose with characters like this about it's difficult not to i heard you dance talking of dance partners earlier are you actually going to partake this evening i imagine not well maybe one day i'll be able to convince you maybe if we find a suitable enough partner for you that is what that is what i said to mix Lindsay. i sit down at this i was originally like making conversation and then i was gonna like walk away and do my own thing um but I sit down because it sounds like there's something we could talk about here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Kianlu, we are not... Do you consider me a, a, a dear acquaintance? You shared that very um, spicy food with me. 
We had a lovely time. <laughs> Is there somebody you would like to dance with, Kyanlu? Kyanlu is currently a little bit frazzled at you saying it was very spicy and is like it wasn't that <laughs> spicy. I asked the chefs to I asked the chefs to take it easy on you. Do we get uh, like, a, like a flashback shot to like you guys like serving me food and me like wiping my forehead with like a handkerchief and be like, oh yes, very, very good. Very, very good food. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Asking for milk, but there's no milk. <laughs> <laughs> They'd um, especially go to the cold <laughs> Candy's probably just like, yes, I suppose you would consider it very spicy. Um, no, there is nobody in particular who I have in mind. Does anybody dramatically enter the room who Kion Lu then makes eye contact with, or is this the scene? Uh, do you want someone to dramatically enter the room? You have a resolve token <laughs> still. This is This is a Peter question. Do you want someone to dramatically <laughs> enter the room? <laughs> I would if if there is a an object of Kian Lu's affection, then I, mean, I would isn't. like. Okay, I was gonna say if that person no. exists, then I would like said person to enter the room. But if there's not, then there's nothing I can do about that. So no. there we go. I mean, Kian Lu's relationship yeah. with Daniel is purely academic. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Even if he may not want it to be so. <laughs> There's no lost glances between your 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 former friend, Mixed Lindsay. Nothing like that? Nah? No. Okay, well then, Penelope's just like, well, in that case, I'm going to go um, sample the buffet <laughs> and see what kind of sandwiches we have tonight. Well, I'm bored now, so... <laughs> I'm sure there's a chessboard in the library or something. Track down Daniel and go have lots of academic conversation. Uh, <laughs> Keanu probably puts on, like, some, some some slight smile. It's like, perhaps this kitchen will have milk on hand for you. <laughs> yes, perhaps they will. <laughs> I, like noticeably flinch a little because I'm still recovering. <laughs> it's not a hello that you need to worry about. It's the good boy. <laughs> oh, good boy. <laughs> Thank goodness we are already E-rated. Mm -hmm. <laughs> E-rated or R-rated? Oh, E-explicit. -ex got it. I'm there. I got there. I got there. Mm -hmm. I got there. You got there before I did. Thank you for the explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, E for everyone? This is no. why people invite me to things, because I get to be the last person to arrive, and everybody else feels a little bit nicer. It took me a second to you, not gonna lie. Hey. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Uh, I will accept that clearly that I was just so witty that it took a second. Clearly. <laughs> this is what happens if you put four thembos and herbos in a room and tell them to play a game that relies on wit. Um, <laughs> we're all slightly like, disarmed. Ah, ah, eh. Not as disarmed as we're going to be when that sword fight happens. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Anyways. Um. <laughs> yeah, speaking of, what other, like, who else do y'all want to talk to? What else do y'all want to do here? 
Uh, hmm. I've got two resolve tokens, and I know what I want to do with both of them. Uh, I think that uh, I'm going to spend a resolve token to get Isabel to slap me and call for a duel at some point during this party. <laughs> Peter? Ah, hell yeah! As I have... Ah. She thought that we might be intended, uh, but clearly I have no intention of uh, making a good match uh, or making an honest woman out of her, as the saying goes. Um, and so she must uh, regain her composure and uh what's the word uh defend her honor i guess by defeating me in a duel killing me probably i don't know i feel like she slaps you and then you throw that gauntlet that you have had um been hanging on to (laughs) the white glove that i have on me at all times just in case yes Uh, you're gonna accept that peter all right but, 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 yeah, okay. but, but mm-hmm. only if, only if Lindsay comes, to, c- c- somehow comes to the conclusion that Penelope is to blame for starting the rumor. Done. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Yeah, I think Isabel just like goes up and just like, like waits for like the middle of a dance or something, waits for you to be dancing with somebody. Mm-hmm. And then just like, Goes up and like pulls the glove off and like smacks it across your face, uh, where everybody's watching. May I know what that's for, or do I get to guess? I would say I imagine you're perfectly capable of ble- capable of guessing, but after what I've been hearing, I imagine that's not even possible. What have you been hearing about your relationship with her? <gasps> Yeah, gasps go up among the the gentry. Uh, my relationship. Was Lindsay dancing with Beatrice before all this started? Just asking. Oh, she has to be now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I assure you, my relationship with Beatrice is strictly friendly, but... Uh, yeah, and the the gauntlet comes out as you've embarrassed me in front of all of society. I must reclaim my, uh, my, for lack of a better word, honor. Uh, and we fight rapiers right now in the garden. <laughs> cling, clang, cling, clang. So be it. And of course, everyone turns out to watch because... You can't have a duel. Hell yeah. Without spectators. Of course not. Chandu is intrigued by the idea of a duel. Is it raining? Or is the moon full? Both are very good aesthetics. Hmm. I like the idea of, like, it being cloudy. And as everybody steps out, like, the cloud moves past the moon. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. So how do we decide? I don't think uh, Good Society has rule has rules for who wins duels in this kind of. I mean, you're the major character, so I think that that alone dictates that you get to decide who wins. What the most, what yeah, the more dramatic thing is. Yeah, it's very much based on like. Oh man! Either what you what you as 
players think should happen, how you want it to go, or like if other people want to throw resolve tokens, uh, influence things a certain way. Place your bets, place your bets. Who wins? <laughs> be more interesting if I win or if I lose. Well, if you lose, you die, so. I mean. Oh, is that what happens? You don't necessarily have to. No, I'm kidding. Unless you... <laughs> You're Isabel, would you kill me? If, no. Okay. Aw. I love you too much. Aw. Sucks Aww. to be you. But if Hamilton taught me anything, then, like, a duel has to end in a death. That's not, not necessarily. So, uh, are you saying Hamilton is not historically accurate? Yes. Yes, I'm saying that right here in public. <laughs> Although Hamilton did die in that duel, but. <laughs> I do feel as though, because it does come out that I was the one mm-hmm. who started the rumor, that like just as somebody was about to lo- lay a mortal blow, because obviously there's a dramatic mm-hmm. conversation going on at this time, and saying, but you said this, and you said that, and then this said this. Mm. It's like, then why did Penelope tell me that? And just as you're about to, you know, do the thing. Um, it's like Terrace. I think, yeah, instead of, uh, of landing a mortal blow, I disarm you. And send your sword clattering to the side in the courtyard. Of course, Penelope has everything to do with this. Now put yourself together, Isabel. There's no time for this. I think Isabel does a like really dramatic thing where like she stays on the ground mm-hmm. and is like sobbing into all. Yeah, I don't offer you a hand up. Ooh. Um, yeah, I'm a terrible person. I do put my sword away and stalk off. Uh, yeah. I would like to play my resolve token so that before Lindsay stalks off, um, Dr. Evelyn rushes forward with an announcement. Um, <gasps> you beat me to it! <laughs> I approve. Go on. <laughs> now you know how I feel. I was going to be like, I was going to use my resolve token to be like, you discover that Penelope started the rumor, but, but then I got to use a but it. But, but only if instead. Go ahead, Del. Okay, so what sort of thing am I doing here? This is up to you. I don't... I... Oh, You're Dr. Evelyn. <laughs> Tell us what happened the night of the accident. <laughs> but am I telling the truth or not? We don't even know what the truth is, so... We don't. <laughs> okay. Tell us something and we'll see. Hmm. Yeah, I think at that kind of moment as everything's kind of wrapping up and Lindsay is starting to stop back inside, uh, Dr. Evelyn will catch up to them and essentially initially be like, well, that was eventful. Usually more eventful than these balls end up being. But I can't say I'm terribly burdened by the sport. Do you have the report with you? I do. Will you? Don't know. Mm-hmm. Not sure exactly what you're expecting to find with it, but I do. Truth, Doctor Evelyn. I expect to find the truth. Mrs. Huxley 
has been stating that her husband died of natural causes of, what was it, heart failure? If it was an accident instead, well, I'm sure society would be very pleased to hear it, or very interested to hear it, at least. Sure they would be, though I don't know if it's going to be quite as scandalous as you want it to be. Really? What sort of accident are you expecting here? Oh, a fall down the stairs. The accidental ingestion of something that Mrs. Huxley knew him to be allergic to. A horse being spooked by a well-placed snake. But if it turns out the report is exactly as originally was reported, how's that going to ruin your plans? Yeah, their eyes narrow. Let me see the damn thing. They will hand it over. Okay, so what does it say? I think... I'm kind of leaning towards it does actually maybe say... Something about, does probably maybe actually say heart failure, but has like maybe a note of unknown cause as to what triggered it. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not Dr. Evelyn actually knows what triggered it. Um, who knows? Maybe they're helping uh, Penelope cover it up. But uh, yeah, I think it probably does say like the ultimate cause of death was a heart failure of unknown origin or known cause. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Sounds like Iocane powder to me. <laughs> if anyone wants to resolve token a different answer or like a reaction or something to that, they are more than welcome to. But I'm considering. Uh, Del, would you be okay with me getting you fingered as a murderess? <laughs> Absolutely, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> okay, yeah. I we- think it would be very funny. Because we've talked before about, um, I've had a lot of PCs die in a lot of different games. It's kind of my thing. Um, it would be very funny to me if, if in good society, I managed to, um, to have this downfall. <laughs> it would be very on brand for me. Um, yes, do do as you do as you want, Corey. Yeah, then uh, I'm gonna resolve token that. He did, in find, it, it, yeah, he did, in fact, find out uh, what caused the heart failure. And it was some, there's some poison out there that, like, works with. Iocane powder. Sure, let's go fantastic here for a second. Uh, there's Iocane powder in his soup. And he went into cardiac arrest not that long afterwards. And we know that Iocane powder causes heart failure. So, mm-hmm. clearly it was not a, uh, a natural death. Someone caused this. I am okay with this. Okay. We'll get rid of my last resolve token. Yeah, I'm also out of resolve tokens. <laughs> I still have all mine, but, like... <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'm having fun just listening to what y'all create. <laughs> so, what are we going to do with this information? <laughs> Dr. Evelyn, will you state... Was this conversation, like, a hushed conversation between Lindsay and Evelyn? 
I think it's like yeah, in the hallway of uh one of like near the ballroom. But uh, if you want, I'm sure someone could stumble across it. Oh no, no, I was just wondering for for the scene. Sorry, go ahead. Okay, yeah, no problem. I'm seeing it in the hallway. Uh, yeah, somewhat hushed tones, but uh, Lindsay doesn't exactly know how to keep themselves quiet all the time, so it's not that hushed. Um, yeah, Doctor Evelyn, will you really uh, support this? This if I let this information out tonight, will you speak on the behalf of the deceased? And bring this woman to justice. Are you really certain you want to go through with this? Of course. I've never been more certain of anything in my uh, life. I do not know what Mr. Huxley meant to me once upon a time. The only thing I can do now is to bring his murderer to justice. And I will do so. No matter the cost. I am terribly sorry for your loss. And I clearly cannot stop you. No, no, you cannot. Will you support me? And possibly receive my family's patronage in return? Or shall I do it myself? I think I may have to leave this to you. Very well. And yeah, they stalk off into the ball. With a swish of a very majestic cape, I'm assuming. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, that they bought just for this occasion. Um, <laughs> there's like possibly a capelet. I will. Uh, Hell yeah! I might also like uh, throw a. You mentioned having people overhear it. I might throw one of my resolve tokens out there. For uh, it doesn't have to be a scene or anything. So we are short on time, and you, it'd be weird for you to talk to yourself. But mm-hmm. um. For Marion to have, like, overheard uh, uh, some of that, and it's just, like, you see her in the shadows noting that information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, ooh. Yeah, she'll take it. Absolutely. Cool. So, as you were going to do your dramatic reveal? But does, do either of you want to do anything before... I don't want to, like, monopolize the scene too much. Oh, no, I'm absolutely okay with you monopolizing the scene. I just have, I have, yeah. I have one mm-hmm. minor thought in my brain. Mm-hmm. My, my, Please. my greatest desire as Dowager Penelope Huxley is to orchestrate at least one marriage between people of your choosing. Um, mm-hmm. Does, does Lindsay, <laughs> I keep on asking, like, do you have any feelings for anybody? Um, does Lindsay have any eyes at all for Marion? They could bond over this tragedy together. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I honestly don't know. Uh, I think Lindsay has been playing the cat for so long that uh, they don't, uh, they don't currently have like feeling feelings for anyone. Um, it's totally understandable, and I respect that. Yeah, I, maybe maybe them and Marion get together in the future. Uh, we'll see in that in the epilogue, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, for right now, and Marion will definitely be beside Lindsay as they're revealing this to the world. Let's cause a scandal. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think they go into the ballroom and like grab a glass of champagne and do the wedding thing on the side. 
May I have your attention, please? It has come to my attention that Lady, or that uh, Dowager Penelope Huxley is not as clean of Mr. Huxley's demise as she would have us all think. Here she stands, out of mourning, with blood on her hands. This very dramatically uh, brings out the report and jacques. <laughs> Uh, and at the very least, it gets people talking. I probably don't have any legal leg to stand on at this juncture, but mm -hmm. I definitely made uh, a scene of myself and possibly tarnished us both with this. Mm -hmm. uh, I think uh, Penelope will kind of like glance to one side, glance to another, and like kind of like try and like laugh it off and be like, oh, <laughs> the only thing on my hands is these crumbs <laughs> from these sandwiches. Um, don't be silly, Lindsay. I I understand that we have our differences, but why would you, why would you why would you say something like this? This is outrageous. You know why? You took a good man and you ruined him, and then killed him for sport. For what? His money? We all know where you were before you met him. I put a hand to my to my chest and clutch my clutch my pearls. Um, this is, this is ridiculous. What, what evidence have you? Some report? That, the reports? It's just a piece of paper. Report from the coroner th themselves. I, I, I... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I grabbed for the piece of paper. <laughs> well, I don't have any resolve tokens. <laughs> I don't have any resolve tokens to stop you, but... It's just a piece of paper. Uh, I definitely try to keep it out of your hands. Um... Can I spend a resolve token to make it tear? <laughs> Ooh. Sure. I mean, unless Kelsey objects. I I don't object. Uh you you or Dow will have to accept it. <laughs> <laughs> I accept. Do we both get one? <laughs> um, <laughs> probably not. I don't know how. <laughs> but it's fine, we're almost done anyway. No, it goes to the person who it hurts mm. the most. So I actually did read this. It has to be you both have to agree on it, and then the resolve token goes to the person who uh, it would harm the most. I feel as though dramatically, it's the most fun to see the bad guy fall and the supposed good guy do well. Um, so I think this should work out in Lindsay's favor. Hmm. I think yes, but. God, did they have police back then? They had to have, like, kept yeah, constables Yeah, there was or a something. constabulary. I'm sure there were constables. Yeah. Uh, the constabulary, like, the, the constabulary chief, we're going way off the rails here. I don't care. Um, <laughs> the constabulary chief. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, the constabulary chief. Jimmy Wong just rolls in. <laughs> yes, he rolls in, and uh, <laughs> the, the piece of paper is torn, but not torn enough. Uh, to where he can't see, at least, that there might be something worth investigating here. Is that acceptable? <laughs> I also want to spend my, my monologue token to make Penelope uh, share share her thoughts on this this information reveal. My brain instantly, like, shifted from Regency to like a black and white film noir like yeah, yeah I, I did, did it. it yeah I did it and I don't regret it 
Noir Society was another thing my <laughs> goblin game design brain just oh, was God. like, you should do this. Beautiful. Beautiful. I did it and I'd do it again. I think we might be playing There's Been a Murder Now. Um, <laughs> I'm totally okay with this. <laughs> Why did I do it? Was it boredom? Was it entertaining? Maybe so. Maybe it was. Did I have a reason? Not every villain has a reason. It was all a game. It was all a game to everybody. At the parties, the balls, the drinks. And Lindsay, always in the center of it. Always controlling the room. Such natural charisma. Such beautiful adornments and embellishments. Always the perfect picture of laughed. Always serving the right drinks. So yeah, I did it. And I'd do it again. Well, I am absolutely swooning over this villain monologue. I just want you to know. Same. It's wonderful. <laughs> Holy hell. I know we don't have tokens and there's no, like, thing for combat, but I think we need to have a sword fight right now. <laughs> I would like to take a beautiful dagger that has a, a, a precious stones and is, like, it's like the the Regency equivalent of like the what are they like the pearl pistols or whatever like the you know the really tiny cute yeah it's the dagger equivalent and I think this is a beautiful moment too to call back when we talked earlier about one person taking out a sword and the other being like this is bullshit <laughs> and taking out a gun um, <laughs> that's just the thought that entered my brain though. Um. <laughs> Are we sword fighting, or are you, like, lunging at me with a dagger? I'm gonna lunge at you with a dagger if you're okay with that. <laughs> I'm absolutely okay <laughs> with this. Um, but I'm gonna use that last resolve token uh, to get Isabel to cut in between me and the dagger. Is this okay, oh. Peter? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so you don't stab me. You stab Isabel instead. <laughs> Poor Isabel. And Jimmy Wong just comes in and is like, two murders? Are we killing a girl or are we Oops. just naming her a little? Uh, I think she's at least getting a little bit, um, a little bit stabbed. Mm-hmm. Her dress is definitely ruined at oh, this yeah. point. Definitely it's a little, little stabbed. Ruined, yeah. yeah. I'm okay with her dying, but that's, that's. It's not entirely up to me. <laughs> I have no connection to this character. I'm okay with her dying, but only if her uh, Isabel and Lindsay can have a, a quick, a quick <laughs> conversation before she dies. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll pillow her head on my lap. <laughs> like, like the blood, the blood on the lip. Yeah, it's just like all for you. Absolutely. Uh, I, I've been like knocked out or something. <laughs> And yeah, Lindsay's like, well, I suppose you're worth, worth something after all. It sort of pats her awkwardly on the cheek. <laughs> oh my god. Lindsay's just like, I suppose, I suppose I don't need to worry about my future now, do Aww. I? Aww. I suppose not. She was from a wealthy family. She would have been fine. <laughs> Yeah, really. <laughs> you don't know she could have been the second born. True. I think outside of her vision, I'll like roll my eyes and I'll lean down and be like, I shall make this 
new lease on life count, and, like, I'll kiss her just as she dies, just because to be polite. There's, like, the slightest yeah. smile right right before. It's polite to give someone hope before they die, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Is this what they call end-of-life care? Sorry. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry! I, I immediately regretted that! You can edit that out if you want. Nope, Cora's leaving that in. Oh, I am absolutely not editing that out. There's a billboard I see every time I have to drive that's like by the bridge in this city that's about end of life care and it has a bunch of hearts in it. It's just what came to mind um, in this moment. Oh my god, that was beautiful. I will maybe toss a resolve token out there so that um, in all this chaos after Isabel is also murdered, um, Jimmy Wong's like, two murders? Yeah. Uh, Dr. Evelyn comes back to uh, <laughs> essentially try to usher Penelope away and hopefully escape into the darkness of the confusion. Oh, we ran in. Oh, we ran in. So you accept it, Del? Um, you do not have to, but I'm offering it. I don't think I want to get away. Okay. You're allowed to say no. I think I'm gonna say no. I think I think Penelope needs to um I think this needs to happen, you know? Okay, that's fine. This is what Penelope needs to happen so that way Marion and and uh Lindsay can get married. <laughs> Fair. It's true, it's true. I Fair. I have my desire written down. <laughs> Oh, I'm out of tokens, but it would it would be kind of funny if Marion was the one who came up and like used a candlestick to whack me on the head and knock me out or something. That would be kind of like poetic justice in a way. I mean, I will throw a. <laughs> I will. No, yeah, Marion has okay. resolve tokens. She'll use one of hers to come up behind you and Marianne's whack like, you on the head. I'm gonna use one of my resolve tokens to hit her. Hell yeah! <laughs> Make this sure this lady does not get away with this. Meanwhile, Kyunlu is just sitting down there, like, making note of all of this to go back to Edwin and be like, See, father, this is why Kyunki cannot be left to to run the business. English society is weird. They keep doing these things. Is this, is this what all dances are like? That's the moral of the story. Don't do business at parties. There were two murders there, father. Two murders. So, um, with all that, do we want to close out on that? Other chaos? I I'm good. I'm good about that. Uh, I did it. I had a PC die. <laughs> did, you, did you die, die or, or are you, you just unconscious? Well, she's getting the chair. Well, we all know this. Died in prison. Oh, okay. All right, yes. Oh. <laughs> died in, yeah. in terrible Reformation prison. Yeah. So, yeah. final epistolary. Um, this is our epilogue. You each get to write one letter from your main character <laughs> set sometime after all of that. Um... And comment on the progression of your lives since the final chapter came to its close. <laughs> you can also just describe where things are at. It's fine. Um, hmm. I think 
at a party sometime down the road. Uh, we see Mix Lindsay dancing with uh, Marion. And it is the second dance. Hell yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I thought you know it was real. Spicier than the than the food that Kyung gave me at the at dinner. Yeah. <sighs> uh, yeah, now that the weight of uh, Mr. Huxley's murder has been lifted from their shoulders, they can move on. I think P- Penelope writes a letter to Kyung Lu from prison um, after hearing about the second dance that Lindsay had that with Marion and being like, "Love prevails." one way or another in the end i did it for them and then it's like jk law have fun at parties <laughs> i hope i hope you i hope business is going well say hi to your dad for me i'm never getting out of here <laughs> i think Kyolu replies <laughs> Kyolu, like replies with the letter and it's like uh it, it's like again it's like a very formal thing where it's just like I appreciate the service that you gave and trying to educate me about English society. This isn't for me. E- enjoy <laughs> whatever repercussions come from your actions. <laughs> and it's like, again, like one sheet of paper, not even double-sided. It's like just the front oh. in a very formal handwriting. Beautiful. Penelope has a moment in prison. And to quote one of the quotes done by Jane Austen, T-Mug, Till this moment, I never knew myself. <laughs> oh, and so where oh, oh, I think there's definitely a line in the letter where it's like, perhaps you could have been less yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. You're the funniest person I know. <laughs> so where does Kianlu end up? Oh. Um... I like to think that Kyunki pulls like a um like like a like a um oh gosh. I was gonna say a Lydia, but that's unfair to to Lydia and Kyunki. I think he like runs off with some English girl, moves to the moves to the mountains, and uh Edwin has no choice but to give me the family business. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Nice. Oh, there are nice, nice, nice. Endings all around. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and uh, this has been whatever this has been. No, whatever the hell this is, is something different. I know. Yes. I think it's a sandwich. I'm pretty sure this was a sandwich. <laughs> uh, exactly. This was a uh, perfect cucumber sandwich. And I'm sure uh, Kian Lee hated every second of it. Just Kianli would have preferred a good yes. bow. Like a, a nice bow. <laughs> Maybe a gyoza that you know, a nice a nice comfortable gyoza or, or a bow or something like mm-hmm. that. I cannot blame her. A shumai. Oh. I don't want shumai. Oh man, I have shumai mm-hmm. in the freezer. Anyway. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I hope <laughs> this was fun. Yeah. I had a good time. I think it was fun. I had fun. It's I don't know how we turn this from uh, romantic comedy into a complete farce so quickly, <laughs> but we did, and I'm proud of us. I mean, it's kind of a rom-com, kind of. It was romance <laughs> and comedy. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Nothing says romance like a good <laughs> film noir, noir murder. <laughs> like a stabbing. And sandwich metaphors. Exactly. <laughs> a stabbing. Yeah, exactly. This was like four different movies in one. Like, it was, so that's fine. I'm so happy because like, I was watching Pride and Prejudice and literally before this started, I said to my partner, I'm like, I'm not witty enough to be in a Regency one shot. This is, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I've watched, are we? I've watched Pride and Prejudice. This is, I don't know what this is going to be. This was beautiful. This was, don't, this was poetry. This was no, don't sell yourself short, Belle. <laughs> your, your wit is on point. Oh, thank you. It is. You, you had some very good comments in that. Your one-liners. All I can so think good. of was talking you about making... sandwiches. So <laughs> you were making me laugh so much. <laughs> so good, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I am. I'm glad you all have fun. I there's a lot of like mechanical stuff that I probably like did completely wrong or just didn't use altogether, but I I don't care. You did that a beautiful job of framing these scenes, Kelsey, and like mm-hmm. giving us the setups that we needed to make this happen. So thank you so much for that. Thank you. I am We aren't here for for game for mechanical accuracy times. We're here for good times. Exactly. We're here for yeah. for stabbing and dramatic sword <laughs> fights. Hell yeah. But yes, I, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad I did alright. Um I don't normally GM things. So Oh, you did a great job. I, I'm glad I did a good job. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy this game. I've, I haven't really played it before. I'd like to play it as a player at some point. But, like, yeah, I, I'm, glad I, I'm glad I tried this. Yeah, me too. I've never played anything that was so controlled by the players before. Um, and it was delightful. Yeah, I, I tend to enjoy. Yeah, I, I tend to enjoy games like this that are very, like, player improv driven um Mm -hmm. i know they're not for everyone but i really like enjoy i enjoy mechanical games as well but it depends on the on the day and the mood but i do have like a fondness for just not having to worry about rules so much and just like going at something for a while yeah yeah i was i was afraid this game was going to be a little too structured in that way but uh, mm-hmm. I think we managed to make it work <laughs> and yeah. forward a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's really yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I definitely mess with the structure a bit here and there. Valid. I think it's really interesting seeing how, how well these like super rigidly structured games can just turn into like roleplay disaster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like, think that's fair to say what said... happened at the end was was roleplay disaster in the, yeah. in the best way. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like Corey, I remember you saying the same thing about like Scum and Villainy and Blades in the Dark when you first played mm-hmm. it, where you like you saw the structure of like how, how how each heist is done. You're like, where does the role play fit? And then you just start playing. And you're like, oh, it, it it's all yeah, there. The role play happens. It just it, everywhere. It's present everywhere. <laughs> it happens in the downtime, and it's it happens just... in the in the heist, and you don't need a special yeah. partition for role play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the thing yeah. with this game, too, is um, just from having watched a little bit of it and some stuff in the book, it wants to be longer things. Mm-hmm. So, like, for the mechanical stuff and some of the structure would come into play if we did, like, multiple cycles. But because we were on the tight time frame and I was just planning to do one to give us all a taste of it, it was just like, okay, just throw stuff out there. 
yeah, yeah, it definitely it feels like because so much Regency stuff too benefits from things taking a long time and complicated mm-hmm. relationships forming. So if you mm-hmm. were doing it like a longer instead of just a one shot, like a three shot or a campaign, I, spe- mm-hmm. I think things too like the epistolary, the re- the letter writing part where at mm-hmm. the end of it yeah. you write some letters. Like I think that especially would just get better with a longer game. It would. Like, just from what I've watched of other games, like, it does benefit from having multiple sessions. Yeah. Um, it's a yeah. novel, not a short story. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the default, yeah, the default is three to eight cycles, and we did one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And managed to, like, jam all of this into one. <laughs> yeah. Which was fun. I'm glad we did it. I think, yeah. I, I think, I think if I were to well. be... Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. If I were to do it as a player, I think I'd want to do, like, to have a few more rounds in but i think we did good with the time we had and i really enjoyed it and i think i think the moral of this story is that like pride and prejudice was like eight times longer than it needed to be it is not true <laughs> i will fight you no no, <laughs> no. throw the gauntlet throw your gauntlet cory <laughs> i will gauntlet thrown pistols at dawn um Pride and Prejudice has the sensibility way too long. I've read Pride and Prejudice in Zombies. That's a lie. I only I read mean, the first few my pages. my favorite part. But that's Pride like a fraction of the size of Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, it is. Uh, and you know the favorite part of... Mm-hmm. So like, all I'm saying is Jane Austen was a little bit too verbal. So I don't know if she's getting paid by the word like Dickens was, but... I fight you. I think Jane Austen would have been good at TikTok, though. Like, I think even though she... Even, <laughs> I think oh, she I would been. really enjoy Jane Austen TikTok. I think it'd be quite good. I'm sure it exists. Jane Austen TikTok would be those TikToks where it's like, it's all right, Austin. story time, part 23. <laughs> all right, story time. You think, you know what this this knave said to me at the ball on Saturday? He said that my that uh, Bingley was the only person, uh, was, was dancing with the only handsome person here. And I was standing right there. Right there. Right there. <laughs> Lizzie Bennett so Diary reboot as a TikToker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that would, oh, God. There would, it would be a lot more uh, angry, I think, if it was if it was a TikTok series instead Probably. of a YouTube one. Uh, but also, that's my favorite Let's part of Friday Night Zombies be... is when uh, Liz is like, okay, he insulted me. Now we have to take him out back and fight him to the death. Pride of Prejudice and Zombies was like a lot a lot better than it had any right to be and I, I highly yeah. recommend it honestly sorry Peter you were saying I, honestly like the Lizzie Bennet diaries but in TikTok form would have like the algorithm would so heavily favor Lydia oh yeah yeah you're probably right I mean she is also kind of like one of the fan favorites just from having been in that fandom for several years now <laughs> Oh, so it's nepotism. <laughs> it's always nepotism. Damn nepotism. <laughs> you and your family money and connections. <laughs> your 10000 a year. Well, hey, now that money, Dowager Penelope's money will probably go to Marion. Um, yeah, ooh. so you'll be double rich. <laughs> oh, God, we're going to throw the best parties. Oh, you are. Such good parties. Um. Um, actually, in, in UK law, the way it would work, it would go to the next of kin, but since Dowager Penelope doesn't have a next of kin, it would actually just go back to the state. Not oh, true. Fear. Oh, shit. Is that what? true? Yeah, I actually did have to study equity and trust. That is what would happen. Oh, sorry, property law. I don't believe you. Yeah, no. 
Property law well, is, is in messed up. our version of Reason Geek England, it goes to Mary. In our hearts. In our hearts. We, we, we disregarded historical Penelope. accuracy when we sat down here tonight. We are we not going to start being historically accurate now. Yeah, but, but you can't do it with legal accuracy. This is legal We're accuracy. We're not going to be legal uh, accurate now either. Sorry? We're not going to start doing that now either. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, of course. Property law in the UK is actually really interesting because it was written by people who owned land. So you can kind of guess where a lot of property law favors. Who who would benefit? Landowners. Wealthy ones at that. So, hmm. yep. So when somebody dies and they don't have a next of kin to to take the land from, it goes back to the person who who owned the land that that it's it's leased on. Because mm. surprise, you can't actually purchase land in England. You can purchase the lease on which it's hold, held. So it defaults back to the person who owns the lease, well, which is the lord. So so yeah. But it, Penelope has the land now, which means Marion yep. had the land, which means uh, now now uh, Lindsay has. It. And yeah, um, anyone else have anything they want to share, or should we wrap up here? Um, I mean, yeah, no, like I I I I I I enjoyed playing it, but I don't think I would play another Good Society game. Like, it's one of those things where like I'm aware of what systems just aren't for me. All that stuff. Like I, I'm never going to play a Warhammer game just because I don't. I'm, I'm not interested in it. I don't think it's for me. And I think Good Society falls into that yeah. where I, like I, I look at it and think this seems like a fun system. I'll give it a shot, and I did. And um, I don't think I would play it again. Yeah. I mean, that's just because it, it's. I didn't enjoy it as much as I could have. Mm-hmm. If I were more into period pieces and Regency drama and all that yeah. stuff. And I mean, we've done um, like GMless games and stuff with you before that just like, I think you tend to prefer a little bit more mechanics than stuff like this tends to have. Which is weird because like, I love PBTA games where I can just sit down for a whole session and nobody has to roll a single die. Yeah, well, PBTA games still have slightly more structure than, well, that's not entirely <laughs> true. There are, it, it's a different weird kind of structure. We're yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. And, but I felt this way with PBTA games too. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's about like a mesh of thematic and mechanical mm-hmm. for me. Where like, I have to get that mesh in for me to, to enjoy it. Like, I remember playing, um, what was that? Uh, Hearts of Magic? Hearts of Magic. I was thinking Magic Girl something. That's Glitter um, Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i was playing magic hearts of magic and i had that similar feeling where mm-hmm. i was just like it's interesting yeah. not for me but it's interesting i definitely enjoyed this game at least uh i don't know if i want to do a full novel of it but i am intrigued by trying gothic society and sense and sensibility and like sword fighting because like i want to try the outlaw scarlet pimpernel version mm-hmm. or the the bronte sister version and see how if i like better mm-hmm. uh, but be this I, I did enjoy this uh and i don't know i might be I might be down for running it for you someday if you ask real nicely mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean i would appreciate being able to do the other we shall see. some point but yeah we'll see uh if you are for it sometime 
uh, yeah. Any anything else? No, that's it for me. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for inviting me and having me on the podcast. I really appreciate it, and I had a lot of fun. Thank you for Thank joining you for us. Being on. I'm gonna I'm gonna retroactively add that at the end of the letter that Keanu wrote to uh, Penelope, there was a ha ha. Postal script. P.S. Ha ha. That's wonderful. <laughs> Keanu invented uh, text talk. <laughs> Lol. Canon. It's canon. L O L. So, Del, where could people find you outside of this? And, like, do you have anything you want to share as we're closing out here? Yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Del. I'm a variety broadcaster on Twitch at Del the Lemon. I like big sweaters, puns, inclusivity, and freshly baked bread. Um, I play a lot of indie games. Um, I hope to do more tabletop things in the future. Um, I do crafting streams. It's very cozy. Uh, it's also. A little bit chaotic. Things get out of hand. Um, I usually they pronounce, and it was such a pleasure pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me, and thank you for being here, uh, Peter. Uh, you can find me on itch, Patreon, Twitter at <laughs> PR Cargill. Uh, if there's anything I've left out, it's on my link tree, which is also PR Cargill. And uh, yeah, I do I do all kinds of fun little game design things uh sometimes just talking about what people should learn from other things when doing game design like on my latest patreon post where i talk about how what people can learn from sports team sports specifically um because a lot of game designers and ttrpg players kind of miss that point about teamwork and all that stuff Corey, you want to go next yeah sure uh, hi everyone, I'm Corey. Uh, you can find me at uh, the Invulnerable Tide in most places on the internet, uh, or Invulnerable Tide on Twitter because again, Twitter has a character limit. Uh, I write, I edit, I am working on uh, some, a module that I hope to have published eventually, uh, and yeah. And I am Kelsey. I'm at Islanders Caper on Twitter and Instagram, and there'll also be a link tree there with like all of my other social media links because I have many of those. Um, also, sometimes post a lot of pictures of myself dressing up as various different characters on the internet in places in like closet cosplay type stuff. And because this is coming out in April, by the end of that month, I sh it should be out by then. I have a story coming up in um, Storytelling Collective's Flash Fiction February Anthology. But yeah, uh, check that out. I'm sure we'll be sharing it on our social media accounts and on my own. And yeah, you can also find the podcast things at Roll With It AP on Twitter and Instagram and our blog feed and all this stuff will also be in our directory links in the description so take a look at those and thank you for joining us for this uh this this game this it, it's not exactly a novel but um yeah this, this game was a lot of fun and I'm 
I enjoyed writing it. And thank you all for playing with me. Thank you all again for listening to our game of Good Society, and we do hope you enjoyed it. Thank you to Dell for playing with us. Special thanks to 8ER41 on Pixabay for the intro and outro music, and to Haley Gordon and V. Hendro for the fantastic game of Good Society. You can find all of our link trees, including the link tree for Just Roll With It, in the description. A small heads up, after this arc, we will be changing up our release schedule to make our lives a little more manageable. Rather than releasing every Friday, we will be releasing a new episode every first and third Friday of the month, so our next episode will be coming out on the 7th of May. So join us for some epic space battles as we navigate Starfinder with our friend Logan, better known around the internet as God's Game Freak. <laughs>